The topic is, or the title is, Classification of Dreams and Vision, Part 1. Classification of Dreams and Visions, Part 1. And I want you all to pay attention carefully. I have touched on the interpretation of dreams before. A few years ago, I taught you, some of you may not have been here, but I taught you on the, how to interpret, how to interpret dreams and visions. But this time we are dealing with classification of dreams and visions. So when you have a dream, you know what that dream stands for, what God is telling you, what God wants you to, how God wants you to respond. A dream or vision, a dream or vision can be defined as a direct and special communication of God with man. A dream or a vision. Michelle Camp, sorry for a delay. We have some hitch up here. Testing, Niboetan, we have some technical hitch up because there was a, a power outage. I hope you can all receive me loud and clear now. But a dream or a vision can be defined, described as a direct and a special communication of God with man. It's direct and it is special. It is special. Direct and special. Don't forget these words. So that you know what a dream is about, what a vision is about. Because many people don't understand these things. And they have made mistakes. They have made mistakes, big mistakes. The enemy capitalizes on their ignorance and destroys people because they don't understand dreams and visions. Because see, everybody dreams. Every normal human being dreams. Some of you dream about two or three times every night. So it is important that we all come to some understanding, some knowledge of this topic. You know, in this interpretation, when it comes to interpretation of dreams, this is a summary of what I told you before. Just a, a brief summary. A dream can be a simple message dream. A simple message dream in which the dream is exactly what it is. That does not need any interpretation. Hello? If you have a dream and a dream is a simple message dream, simple message dream, the interpretation of a dream is a dream itself. And when I taught you on dreams, I gave you many examples, but today, this is by way of introduction. Then, and most dreams that we have are simple message dreams. Next is the simple symbolic dreams, which is like, like a proverb or a parable. It is symbolic. It is simple, but it is symbolic. This kind of dream needs interpretation. But it is not difficult to interpret it. Simple symbolic dreams must be interpreted. But their interpretation is not difficult. Like when God came to 
Solomon and said, ask me what you want me to ask me what you want. And someone said, oh, that I may have wisdom. God said, I'll give you wisdom. It's exactly as it was. Exactly. As the dream was, so was it. That's a simple message dream. Simple, symbolic one. They're like Joseph and his dreams. That's simple, symbolic. That needs interpretation. Then we have complex, symbolic. Complex, symbolic. The third or number three. Three types. Complex, that's why it's difficult. And it takes somebody who has the gift, who have been gifted to interpret dreams, to be able to interpret complex, symbolic dreams. Complex, symbolic dreams can only be interpreted by someone whom God has given the gift of interpretation. Like Joseph and the baker and the car bearer. Joseph said, does not interpretation belong to God? Because no one could interpret it for Pharaoh. No one. Does not interpretation belong to God? Daniel also interpreted complex dreams. So, when it comes to interpretation of dreams, remember that there are three kinds of dreams. Maybe I will go over them again another time. Now, not every dream is important. Don't forget this. Not every dream is significant. Not all dreams are significant. In fact, most dreams, most dreams that we dream are not important. And therefore, must be ignored. Otherwise, you wake up every morning and... Um, you be doing what you must not be doing. Every dream, you have a dream every night. And if you wake up in the morning and you want to follow that dream, then you'll be, you'll be found to be abnormal. So remember that not all dreams are significant or important. Most of the dreams that we dream are not important. And therefore, they must be ignored. They must be ignored. Don't take them seriously. So then the question is, how do you recognize a significant or an important dream? How can you tell that this dream is significant or important? Or that dream must be thrown away? Because if you are not able to differentiate between a dream that is important in which God is telling you something... The dream that you dream because you ate too much the previous day, then you come to a point where we say you are over, you, you come to a point of over spiritualization. You begin to spiritualize everything. Everything you read, spiritual meanings into it. Every dream you interpret it spiritually and then you act on it. And you can, you can make fatal mistakes. Very serious mistake. So, there's a danger of over-spiritualization. Don't forget this. There's always a danger, the danger of over-spiritualization. Always spiritualizing things. Reading spiritual meanings into everything. Everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. That is over-spiritualization. So, how do you recognize a dream that is important? Or significant, 
and those that are not. Dreams that are repetitive, they repeat themselves. Dreams that keep occurring, 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 same dream all the time, that is likely to be significant or important. Especially when you are not taking action on it. When you are not doing anything about it. The same dream keeps coming maybe once a week or even every night. Every month, the same dream. So now if you are not careful, because you have been seeing these dreams so often, you begin to ignore it. But dreams that are repetitive, that repeat themselves. Dreams that repeat, keep on repeating themselves are very often important. God is saying something to you. Number two, dreams that have a connection with a situation that you are in or something happening. Dreams that have a connection at some point in your life. The dream is related to a current or a prevailing situation. There's something happening in your life. Something happening in your life. The dream that you have is about that thing. Concern that thing. God is likely to be telling you something. So these are two ways by which you can tell a dream as being significant or not significant. If that dream keeps on occurring, okay, several times, until you do something about it, it keeps on coming. Or, you are in a situation, facing a challenge, or you have received some big blessing. Then you dream, you have a dream concerning that situation. God is giving you direction. God is speaking to you. But a dream that is out of the blue, has nothing to do with you. And I, I am very careful when someone says, oh, I had a dream about you. Why wouldn't God tell me? About, why didn't God tell me myself? You see, if you have a dream about somebody, a person might be either your son, somebody very close to you, not a friend, not a friend, or that person has become, will come to that, that person doesn't hear, doesn't see anything. So God will send you. God will send you. I had, many years ago, I had a pastor, a pastor who was, um, who was fooling around with women. This pastor, senior pastor in Wemraco Church, was fooling around with women, women in the church. And God, I'm sure God had warned him several times. I wasn't listening. So God came to me at night and sent me in a, in a visions in a dream, to, to go and warn him, warn him, that if he didn't stop, God will judge him. And this senior pastor was doing very well in Wemraco Church. And I was then in Teshin, and he was in Circle, Circle, then we were in Circle Branch. But he was passing a different church. So he was in a different church. But God told me to go to, to Circle. This pastor was in a different church at Medina. I was in Teshin, and the vision goes as you go to circle. But when I arrived at circle, as soon as I got there, the pastor to arrive there. The two of us met at the same time. Praise the Lord. And I delivered the message. 
He was my senior. He even taught me in Bible school. He began to cry like a child. He cried. I took him aside. I took him aside to the office and prayed for him. But he didn't repent. And right now, that pastor's, that pastor's ministry is... He has no ministry anymore. No ministry anymore. The ministry is, is ruined. His family ruined. Everything ruined. He had nothing to, to, I mean, to, 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 to follow. There is nothing left for him. He didn't repent. There was also a pastor believing God for marriage. This is a, a female pastor. And then two men approached her for marriage. Two men. And she was confused. You know which one to say yes to. She was confused. How do you know? But God sent me to her. I'm sure God was talking to her and she was not listening. You see, she was listening to her heart more than her head. So God sent me to her. And when I got there, she began to ask me questions. I said, uh, Reverend, God has sent me to you. There are two men who have proposed marriage to you. And you are confused. I don't know which one. I said, who told you that? I said, God told me. Then I said, okay, describe, describe them to me. How do they look like? So I said, well, one of them, and immediately, I said, one of them is dark, and he has short hair, like mine. One of them is fair, with bushy hair. Then she sat up. And he said, tell me what, what their job is. What they do. Hey. <laughs> I mean, she thought was a reverend with her, so how? And she was my senior. She even taught me in Bible school. So, so I said, well, one of them is an architect. I can see him holding building instruments, holding, um, you know, like an architect. In the construction, he said, oh, yes, yes, yes. One is an architect. Then I said, the other one, I don't see him do anything. He's not doing anything. He's unemployed. Then he said, it's true. It's true. So he said, that then, then which one is God's choice for you, for me? Hey, <laughs> it was an interview. This one is an attitude test. So I said, God said the one who is not doing anything is the one that he has chosen for you. The one who is not doing anything. Because you are going to choose the architect. But the one who is unemployed, that's the one that God has chosen for you. Praise the Lord. Clap your two hands for Jesus. So, sometimes when God speaks to us and we don't listen, then God may send someone. But tell us, some, I, I had a vision about you. I dreamed about you. I don't, I don't believe very much in that. Now, Dreams, dreams, when we say dreams or a dream, they occur during sleep. When God comes to you whilst you are asleep, that day or night, during sleep, you dream, that's a dream. Now, when you dream in the night, something you call a night vision. By the same, even that dream in the night is called a night vision. Now, a vision is what you see. Dream is something you receive with your mind when you are asleep. A vision is what you see with your eyes. And may you all have visions. Or may you all have visions or see visions. May you all have dreams. And may God speak to you in dreams. Judge, are you getting something this evening? Okay, I know it's a lot, but we have to cover a lot of things. Later on, if you have any questions, I, I can take them. Not tonight, another time. 
A vision, visions are seen. You see them with your eyes. Now, when it comes to vision that you see with your eyes, you can see a vision with your eyes closed. That's what we call a closed, closed vision. When your eyes are closed, you are seeing as if your eyes are open. That's a closed vision. Don't forget, a dream is in the night or when you are sleeping, then you see, you see, you see, you see, you, you, you see it with your mind. But a vision is what you see with your eyes. And when your eyes are closed, and you see a vision, we say that vision is a closed vision. And when you see a vision, a closed vision are rare. Don't forget, visions are rare. Hello? Visions are rare. Just say visions are rare. Dreams are common. But not all dreams are important. Clap your hand for Jesus. Michelle Camp, are you, are you with us? Now, visions are rare. When we were in chapter 1, there was this, this young man who joined the church. And I've seen that happen. And then later on, another woman came from, from headquarters, where Miracle Church. And she thought because I come from headquarters, she could bully us in Tema. She could bully us. Every day at our church service, this woman would come to me and pop it. Pastor, when I say, I saw this, and I saw angels, and I saw fire, and I saw light, and I saw, and I saw, and I saw, and I saw. I saw, I saw. She was always seeing things. But I know that visions are rare. So I didn't want to disgrace her or make her feel so. I said, okay, thank you, thank you. You keep seeing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now this young man also who joined, and every day, chapter one, every Sunday after service, she will come up. Oh, daddy, doctor, I saw this when you were preaching. I saw this and I said, okay, thank you and God bless you. Very often, even if I know you are wrong, I will not tell that you are wrong. I just thank you and ask God to bless you. But if you keep on doing it, then I will begin to teach on it. Then you yourself will see that me who watch it. Me who watch it, let me move out. I was just, I was just not minding you or tolerating you. So, don't forget, if anyone says, oh, I've seen that about you, I've seen that about you, I've seen that about you, don't forget, visions are rare. And if dreams, unless the person who had a dream about you is very close to you, like your mother or your you know, family, close family, uh, don't always run with it. Don't run with it. Don't receive it and don't run with it. I know two women whose lives were ruined because someone told them that he had a vision about them or a dream and the two of them were going to marry two white men on the same day. They will marry two white men, Caucasians, on the same day. When there, are, when there are a lot of black men in Ghana, how many white men do you have in Ghana? Now we have less than half. And two white men marrying two sisters, two sisters. Two white men will marry them on the same day. So all the black men who came, they refused them. All the black men who came, the African ones, they refused them. By the time they knew, they were 55 years old. That's when they realize that they have made a mistake. Mistake of a lifetime. So, if anyone tells you things about visions and dreams, be very careful how you understand it and how you receive it. Church, if you agree with me, put your hands down for Jesus. 
Open visions. Closed visions are seen with the eyes closed. Open visions are seen with your eyes, with the eyes open. The eyes are open. Now you begin to see the vision. And these are very rare. They don't happen easily. They don't happen commonly. Very, very rare. And it can happen during the day or during the night. With the eyes closed. Eyes open. We know that Balaam. Balaam was highly gifted prophet. He began to fool around. The Bible called the madness of the prophet. God used the, a dumb donkey. Hebrews. To, 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 to stop the madness of a prophet. Prophet who could fall down with his eyes open. See things and begin to prophesy. Even saw Jesus in the days of Balak. Balak saw Jesus. The danger is that when, when people get these gifts, they become pompous. They become arrogant. They take it for granted. And they misuse it. As in the case of Balak. So, so some of these things are rare. Before God can give you that gift, God can come to you in an open vision. God will first examine you, turn you inside out. Examine you. That's why many people don't get it. Many don't receive it. It doesn't happen commonly. Now, therefore, that's just by way of introduction. All that by way of introduction. Now, briefly, I want to talk about the first classification. There are some dreams or visions which are warnings. They are warnings or a caution. We call them warning or caution dreams and visions. Warnings. Warning or caution. So you see, you may have, you may have a simple message dream. You may have a simple message dream. Which you understand. That does not need any interpretation. You understand it. But it may be a warning. Maybe a warning. Maybe a blessing. It can be pre-sentimental. We come to that. It can be a warning. And if after interpreting the dream, you don't see it as God warning you, then that dream will be of no use to you. Warning dreams. Warning or caution dreams and visions. Now, very often, listen carefully, very often, but not always, warning dreams or caution dreams originate from one's conscience, from your soul. You see, uh, there's something going on and you are not, you know, you think you are, you are not very happy about it. In your soul, in your soul, there's a turmoil. There's, there's something going on. And you are not happy about it. You don't know what to do, but the thing is worrying you. Worrying you. Maybe you have taken the wrong decision. Because the thing is worrying you. You have been thinking about it, giving you sleep. And maybe you have taken the, a, a decision, but that decision is wrong. That decision is wrong. Then God comes in. And gives you a warning or a caution dream. And it because, see, your worry, your conscience, which is your soul, is connected to your spirit. And because your conscience is worrying you, because you are not comfortable with it. You are not comfortable with it. So this 
worry, this discomfort, this uncertainty is communicated to your spirit. And then your spirit is open. If you are a believer, then God can come in. And God can warn you. Many years ago, we had a sister who was about to have a very wonderful wedding. The two, the, the sister came a very wealthy family, very good Christian. Very good Christian from a wealthy family in Accra. And the man too, wealthy family from Kumasi. So, so got, and both were Christians. Both were Christians. They have been known to be Christians all their lives, like, like many of you. They're about to have a wedding. But then, some things were happening, and the girl was not her, but she was ignoring them. So God came in and showed her a vision. Sorry, a dream. In the dream, she saw herself actually having a wedding. But her wedding gown or dress was red. Instead of white, it was red. Now, this is a simple message dream. This one, you don't go to any prophet for interpretation. You are having a wedding. First of all, the wedding was coming on. Everybody was excited about you. There was something about the wedding that you are not happy about. Then you have a dream, maybe several times, not once. And in this case, her wedding dress was deep red. Deep red. They went ahead and married. They had one child. Is it one or two? But the man, something happened. The man committed suicide. Very young. About, about three years after the, the man committed suicide. And the woman never got married after that. After today, never got married again. So, warning dreams or, or, or visions usually are giving concern something that is happening and you are not very happy about it. You yourself know that there's something you are not comfortable with it. Then God comes in and then gives you the final, his final decision. If I tell you, you will not believe it. If I say, you will not accept it. If I say, you shouldn't do customary engagement, you will not accept it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you going to have your customary engagement in the family house? And God comes in and tells you that, he shows you are doing the engagement, a snake appears, then maybe that will frighten you. A snake appears at the engagement. So, when the conscience is worried, the worry is communicated to the spirit. And this opens up the person's spirit to perceive, to receive communications between himself and God. And that's how it works. This is how warning, warning dreams work. Now, for example, let's look at Abimelech. Genesis 31, 22-29. Genesis 31, verse 22-29. Genesis chapter 31. Oh, sorry, sorry. Genesis 20, 1 to 8. Genesis 20, verses 1 to 8, sorry. Genesis 20. Bimelech. 20. Genesis 20, 1 to 8. Genesis 20, verses 1 to 8. Abimelech. And Abraham journeyed from there to the south and dwelt between, between Kadesh and Sheh. And stayed in Gerar. Now Abraham said of Sarah his wife, 
she's my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerah, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her. And he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And she, even she herself said, she is my brother. <clears throat> In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands, I've done this. And God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. For I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch him. Now therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet. And he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die. You and all who are yours. So, Abimelech rose early in the morning, called all his servants, and told all these things in their hearing. And the men were very much afraid. So this is an example of a warning dream or a caution dream. Now, Laban. Laban. So here we see God warning Abimelech concerning Sarah, Abraham's wife. Now, Laban, God warned Laban concerning Jacob. Genesis 31. Genesis 31, 22 to 29. Genesis 31, 22 to 29. Genesis 31, 22 to 29. And Laban was told on the third day that Jacob had fled. Then he took his brethren with him and pursued him for seven days. Sorry, for seven days journey. And he overtook him in the mountains of Gilead. But God had come to Laban the Syrian in a dream by night and said to him, Be careful that you speak to Jacob neither good nor bad. In other words, be careful you don't touch Jacob. So Laban overtook Jacob. Now, Jacob had pitched his tent in the mountains. And Laban with his brethren pitched in the mountains of Gilead. And Laban said to Jacob, What have you done that you have stolen away unknown to me and carried away my daughters like captives taken with a sword? Why did you flee away secretly and steal away from me and not tell me? For I might have sent you away with joy and songs, with timbrel and harps. And you did not allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters. Now you have done foolishly in so doing. It is in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful that you speak to Jacob, neither good nor bad. So here again, we see another example of a warning or a caution dream. Pontius Pilate. We go to the New Testament. Pontius Pilate. The wife of Pilate warned her, warned her husband against being involved in the death of the just man. Pontius' wife warned him 
warned him against being involved in the death of Jesus. Matthew 27, verse 19. Matthew 27, verse 19. Matthew 27, verse 19. While he was was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him, saying, Have nothing to do with that just man, for I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. While Pontius Pilate was still sitting in the judgment seat, and Pharisees, scribes, Sadducees, People are saying, crucify him, kill him, crucify him. His wife sent to him, said, be careful not to get involved in the death of that just man. Because this night, the dreams that I I had concerning him, in fact, I suffered a lot. This was again an example of a warning dream. A warning dream. And then, lastly for tonight, let's go to the book of, Je- book of Job. Job. Job chapter 4. Job 4. 12 to 21. Job chapter 4. 12 to 21. Here we see God revealing to Eliphaz. Eliphaz. Concerning, God, he, they were having all kinds of arguments with Job. And God revealed to Eliphaz, or <laughs> uh, warned Eliphaz about the nothingness, or the frailty, or the, 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 the sinfulness of man. Job 4, 12 to 21. Now, this is Eliphaz speaking. He said, now, a word was secretly brought to me. Now, a word was secretly brought to me. And my ear received a whisper of it. In disquieting thoughts from the visions of the night. When deep sleep falls on men. Fear came upon me. And trembling. Which made all my bones shake. Then a spirit passed before my face. The hair on my body stood up. It stood still. But I could not discern its appearance. A form was before my eyes. There was silence. Then I heard a voice saying, Can a mortal be more righteous than God? Can a man be more pure than his maker? If he puts no trust in his servants, if he charges his angels with error, how much more those who dwell in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, who are crushed before a moth. They are broken in pieces from morning till evening. They perish forever with no one regarding. Does not their, their own excellence go away? They die, even within, without wisdom. 
So here, God revealed to Eliphaz, or one Eliphaz, about the sinfulness and the nothingness, nothingness of man. Man being sinful and man being nothing compared to God. So God revealed this to Eliphaz. And when the spirit, the angel passed before his, he saw the angel in the dream, he was so afraid that he said, the hair of my body stood up. The spirit stood still, but I could not discern his appearance. A form was before my eyes. There was silence. And I heard a voice saying, can a mortal man, can a mortal be more righteous than God? Can a man be more pure than his maker? If God puts no trust in his servants, God can put no trust in his servants. If God charges his angels with error, even the angels, God charges them with error. They also, the angels can sometimes commit error. That's what's happening here. Angels commit error. How much more those who dwell in houses of clay? How much more human beings whose foundation is in the dust? Who are crushed before a moth? In other words, the body dies, the moth eat the body, and the body rots away. They are broken in pieces from morning to evening. They perish forever with no one regarding. So, this evening we'll stop here for lack of time. We've looked at the introduction of dreams and visions, their classification. And we said a few things what a dream is, what a vision is. That we all dream. Several times, even one night, we all dream. But not every dream is important. Most dreams that we dream are not. They might be ignored. But the ones that keep repeating themselves, keep coming and coming and coming and coming, these are likely to be important. Dreams that you have concerning your, the situation that you are in, that you are in, remember, one day I was traveling outside. I was, going to, I was going to Germany. And I used to go with Nigeria Airways. I used to go to Nigeria. Sorry, to Nigeria. Ghana to Nigeria. And I take the flight from Nigeria to Germany. And I bought my ticket with uh, Alitalia. It was then Alitalia. And I was flying the next day. But then the night, I had a dream. And that dream, whenever I have that dream... And God is telling me not to go ahead with it. Not to go ahead. But I ignored it. And I went to the airport to check in. Of all the hundreds of passengers who were checked in, I was the only one. They said there was something wrong with my ticket. So I was, I was not allowed to get on, on, the, on the flight. I, not, I had to go back to a hotel and come back to Ghana. I couldn't travel. I couldn't travel. If I had hacking that, I wouldn't have bought the ticket. But I paid money for the ticket. I lost the money. The money I used for the ticket, I lost that money. They didn't refund it to me. If I listened to that dream, that warning dream, I wouldn't have bought the ticket. I would have saved that money. But I thought, oh, how can it be? You know, everything appeared okay. I've been booked, confirmed, I'm traveling. I went to the airport, everybody checked in. I was the only person, if I were two, that were rejected. Only two were rejected. And I was one of them. So, be mindful of warning or cautious dreams, caution dreams.
that you know how to interpret it. A dream needs to be interpreted. Whether it's a simple message, simple symbolic, or complex symbolic. Then when you have done the interpretation, you know the meaning. So now, what is now God telling me to do? Like, in that dream, I knew what God was warning me. That I shouldn't go. But I went. <laughs> and I was rejected at the airport. Refused at the airport. So when you, know, when you see the meaning of the dream, then clarify, is it a warning? And if it's a warning, then take that warning seriously. Take it seriously. Many of us always want to know the will of God. We want to know the will of God in our lives. How many of you are here who want to know the will of God for you in your lives? Let's see by hand. If you want to know, yes. We'll deal with that next week. 